Hello and namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I am back with yet another blockbuster episode. Today on board we have Dr. Sophia Veris who is working really hard to empower women to shatter limits and break barriers to lifting weight. She is an educator and also a coach. Dr. Sophia is joining directly live from USA. Hello Dr. Sophia, how are you? Hello Dr. Anushruti. Thank you so much for having here uh having me here. I'm happy to be on and get some nice conversation going about strength training for women. Even I am looking forward to it. And all my dear listeners and viewers from various parts of the world get ready to have something on strength training. Starting directly from the very first question. What are the basic principles of strength training? I would say um well in general you know you get better at what you do so specificity um choosing movements that you particularly want to get uh better at starting where you are and then progressively overloading things so that uh, ultimately if it doesn't challenge you it doesn't change you so we want to be appropriately challenged so that we can make progress in the direction of our goals uh with that being probably the most important principle of strength training what is the individual's goals in front of you and trying to create a program to get them to set goals So challenge is something a very essential part of strength training. Definitely. Um that's I think actually where maybe people sometimes struggle the most, uh particularly as they're getting started to make sure that it is challenging them. So it is them. all is it all about challenging your own self? I mean, I summed up it correctly. So all my listeners don't do not confuse it by getting challenges from your friends. It is actually challenging your own self to do it better. definitely uh and it's challenging you in multiple ways it's challenging you mentally physically emotionally to do more than you think you're capable of and you know that's probably my favorite part of strength training is watching people in that development of realizing i can do more than this correct dr sophia you know we went through your profile and we've seen how much you are into women weightlifting you know you are empowering them through lifting weights My question arises which I feel that every other women and most of their men in the family feel the same does strength training make their body frame in a way that of a man or does it make them bulky does it make them you know too much muscular what is it i do hope it's just a myth <laughs> yes, that's probably the biggest myth that I get asked about when people want to get started with strength training. Um it is very difficult for women to get big uh because we don't necessarily have the hormones to uh develop that level of I think bigness that people are maybe conceiving in their head. Um but you know in time you will put on muscle mass in the best of ways that's why we're doing this uh so i don't think you should fear necessarily putting on more muscle mass um but it is very hard to develop a quantity that's like a man because they have different hormones than we do okay so with the help of diet can someone actually have a good strength training program i mean is diet a core part of strength training or is it all about lifting weights Uh so strength training is holistic, you know. Uh you need to support it definitely with good nutrition and a good diet. Uh but recovery overall is incredibly important from making sure you're drinking enough water, making sure you're getting the sleep that you need to recover from the activities that you're doing. Um so all of it put together is what helps facilitate that muscle building process. Okay. You know, in India people are 
I don't know. Have you ever been to India? I have not, but I would love to one day. You should definitely come. India is a very nice country to visit. But let me tell you a fact. In India, you know, we have a lot of bodybuilders and people are so particular about their gym. Like they are very particular about their gym session and weightlifting and we do have a lot of women here going into the gym training programs and they have actually, you know, set a milestone in their life for all of us inspiring women out there. But Indians have one quality of eating. We Indians are very high on butter, curd, and you know we call it like lassi over here so all these dietary items you know we can say like milk products milk products especially cheese and everything so one who's eating cheese you know consuming butter and we do have you know uh, parathas over here where butter actually you know this thick butter is over on the paratha and eating all that thing do you feel that kind of a person a basic indian version i'm asking can actually attain strength training yes uh you'd be surprised actually how much particularly power lifters eat um not encouraging anyone here to necessarily be slabbing uh tons of butter on everything uh but ultimately calories in and calories out is what you're looking for with energy balance um you but you need calories here too yeah uh, sorry you know why i asked this the question is basically because every other person you know is actually getting flattered with all that uh, videos of lifting weights of women and men out there but what they assume is if you were to have this body you know that perfect body figure muscular body toned muscles everything you got to stop eating i mean i have seen a lot of people who actually have cut on their food so this was my question for you like eating is a good thing in strength training definitely um i think i may surprise people when i mention that i try to eat over 3000 calories a day um and i'm 145 pound female so i'm not particularly huge here uh and it it's honestly hard to gain weight like i have to purposely eat more um to the point that i almost eat as much as my boyfriend does um but so i hope that women hear this message and they're like oh i can eat more food and yes you're not going to get bigger cuz it it's hard to get big um so you need to eat but that being said you do want to fuel yourself appropriately so i love butter too you know i come from the spanish culture and we're the same we love putting butter on all the things um i still indulge in my butter but i try to maybe go for fats from things like nuts uh to just help get those things in there too cuz you do want to be smart still about where those calories are coming from absolutely i agree with you totally uh also one more thing that comes to my mind is with weightlifting we have seen a lot of weightlifting we do have a lot of women here in my audience who are suffering from PCOD and PCOS so you know how quite you know this uh, problem is spreading all over the country especially in india and every other women is actually suffering from PCOD even either minute level or maximum level so can they have a strength training program and if yes what should they focus on what should be their long term and short term goals definitely um so i specifically focus on maybe the unmet needs of the female barbell athlete and you do tend to see these things more commonly um i think any woman at any level can strength train in general you have to find the right entry point for you so you don't want to start off um with more than you can handle start low make sure you can recover from things well it's not necessarily irritating anything um and this goes for aside from pcos any um 
things that people may be dealing with. Find the entry point and then work to build from there. Okay. So Dr. Sophia now jumping to the segment I know my audience is waiting for. All my listeners and viewers are actually really eagerly waiting for this question and that is answering the questions of my followers and viewers. So I do have a lot of questions in my phone which my followers, viewers and listeners have sent for Dr. Sophia. So Dr. Sophia, yes. are you ready to answer them? I am. Okay. Let's begin with the very first question which comes from Karishma from New Delhi. Okay, New Delhi is the capital of India and it's a very beautiful place. You should visit it. So, she asks, Hi Dr. Anushruti, hello Karishma, how are you? Hi Dr. Sophia, greetings from India. Is strength training all about weightlifting? Why can't I have a home workout plan which does not include lifting too much weight? Definitely. Um, so, you don't necessarily need barbells and huge weights. Uh, I have had some clients with things like kettlebells, body weight works well. Um, that being said, I think sometimes body weight can become a little limiting. So I love body weight exercises. They may be appropriately challenging for some people, um, but kind of like I mentioned, the main principle is if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. So if you're finding that body weight squats are too easy, pick up any load. It doesn't have to be a weight, like especially during the pandemic, gallons of milk, anything you can find to just pick up and put down to the point that you elicit some challenge so that you can get that appropriate response you're looking for. Cool. Karishma, I hope your question is answered. Uh, moving ahead, we have Saurabh Shekhi from Tamil Nadu and he asks, Hi Dr. Sophia, how are you? Is strength training... No, I'm an aspiring physio. It is, is it my part of work about strength training? Do I have to teach strength training as a part of my physiotherapeutic work or do I have to learn a different course for this? A hundred percent, you should be uh, integrating strength training into rehab uh, at all levels. So I've gotten young kids to start strength training. I pushed it in 90 year olds as well. Uh, It's made a tremendous difference in their rehab, their ability to do their daily activities at home and integrate things for example, returning back to performance. Um, I This is what I'm most passionate about is teaching um, fitness and rehab providers how to kind of bridge that gap. Um, but yes, incorporating weights into rehab makes a huge difference there. Absolutely. Saurabh, I hope you are good to go with your answer. And then we have Ria Shukla from Himachal Pradesh. She asks, Hello, Dr. Sophia. How are you? I hope you're fine. We live in a cold location. So whenever my grandparents wake up, it takes a lot of time to them to get back into action. Their body is always stiffened and tight. What should I do for them? (laughs) So what should Ria should do for them? This is a great question. It's funny. So I live in the Northeast. Uh, of the U.S. where it's pretty cold right now, actually. It it snows sometimes here. Uh, We have this term for snowbirds, people that love leaving during the winter. They go down to Florida generally, and then they come back up when the seasons get weather or get better. That's not necessarily the normal routine for people. Um, That being said, motion is lotion. So the best way to get better at moving is to practice moving. Um, Granted, sometimes people wake up stiffer in the morning, so you can take a few gentle movements before even getting out of bed, um, if they want some nice, a little stretch routine, and then get the day going, because that'll help just kind of bridge that gap from being stationary in sleep 
to hitting the ground running, ready to go. So get some light movements going and then integrate some bigger movements as they can tolerate it. So Ria, take care of your grandparents and listen what just Dr. Sophia told. <laughs> Next question from my follower is Rahul Gupta from Jammu. He says, I do lift weights. What are some basic prevention measures I should keep in mind while lifting weights? And if somehow I get injured, what should be my first aid to do? Definitely. Oh, this is such a great question. So I'm glad it was asked. Um, I would say the biggest thing for mitigating the risk for injuries with strength training come um, first and foremost, selecting appropriate loads. So if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Yes, but you don't want that challenge to be significantly more than what you're capable of. So work within your realms of what you're capable of first and foremost. Um, I think the low hanging fruit doesn't get talked about enough. The drinking water, sleeping, eating, um, making sure you're facilitating your gym routine with the appropriate energy to manage it. Um, injuries happen even when doing all of these things perfectly, um, because sometimes it may be related to something else. For example, if you have a very uh, physical labor related job and then maybe it was a particularly hard day at work and you're exhausted and you're going to the gym and maybe it's a hard workout routine, Step one, adjust that routine ideally so you don't get hurt, but let's say you busted through anyway, a tweak happens, then listen to your body. So ideally move as much as you can. Let's say maybe I tweaked my low back and my back can't tolerate much, that's okay. My arms can still work, my legs can still work, I'm gonna do whatever I can still and then maybe just find what I can tolerate for my back. So I find an entry point, I work to progress the movement from there, drop the load to what I can handle with no pain or minimal pain. Um, and then as things get better, rework back up, um, where let's say in the case of low back pain, prognosis is good. Lots of the time in six weeks, it's back to relatively normal without even doing much intervention. What you need to do is just allow your body that opportunity to heal, keep what you can moving, um, and also address why you got hurt in the first place. So. Was it too much load? Were you not sleeping? Um, make sure you address those factors too. Totally agree with With this, I would like to tell all my viewers, listeners, followers, everyone who's watching and listening this video right now from various parts of the world, if you would like to ask questions to my speakers, do give me your questions on all my social media handles. My team will go through it and the selected questions for selected physiotherapists over here will be asked. Moving back to my question, Dr. Sophia. So, yeah. the question is coming from a pregnant woman. You know, prenatal, postnatal exercises are so important for their pregnancy journey and for their life. So, strength training program, like what are you going to, you know, suggest them a basic strength training program, which all my prego women right here can actually follow uh, to have their strength training, you know, done. Definitely. Uh, I love this. And this is another topic I'm particularly passionate about. Um, it really comes to their prior level of function. If you're taking someone who's already an elite athlete, they'll be able to strength train relatively heavily through most of their pregnancy, um, but you'll have to adapt movements as tolerated. So for example, squatting, maybe they have to change their stance because now they have a stomach that they didn't have before to manage around. Um, so they may have to change stances. They may have to change depth. Um, but ideally strength training the whole time, 
the level of which you're strength training really depends on the person. Um, but ultimately find what you can handle, listen to your body. Everyone's pregnancy is going to be totally different. So this is where it does help to have maybe a coach in your corner that can be your sounding board to adapt things. Uh, in general, first trimester, you can keep things going relatively heavy-ish. Um, I may avoid some things in laying or just not necessarily avoid it, but avoid prolonged laying time. Um, but that, especially as they come later in the pregnancy, uh, things like laying down benching may start to become uncomfortable. So you turn it into an incline press. Uh, but those are the big modifications I would make is just adjust loads as necessary, change up the stances as you need to, um, avoid prolonged laying, particularly past like second, third trimester. Um, and then again, coming back to the sleep, hydration, nutrition, it's even more important here. You're you know, feeding too. Uh, so anything you were eating and training before, you can now eat more, which is very exciting. Um, but yes, I've noticed um, better outcomes postpartum where women who pretty much strength train the whole time out will see a, a faster return. Um, the formal kind of clearance rate, at least in the US, is about six weeks postpartum. The doctor kind of is like, hey, now you can start going. But I will say you can start with very light things as much as, as early as the day of. Uh, at least like diaphragmatic breathing. We're not talking strength training here, but you can incorporate some pelvic floor work, uh, breathing, light walking and things like that up until you can do a little bit more at six weeks. Uh, and then again, I start, you can do a little bit more with your arms and then just kind of get the ab section back in action based on the person here too, depending if there was a C-section, vaginal delivery, um, but that's considerations for the postpartum. Totally. Here, I would also like to remind all my pregnant women that these exercises or the measure or plan suggested by Dr. Sophia is actually in particular to the general audience, general pregnant women out there. Do consult your personal physical therapist or coach for better experience. Last but not the least, Dr. Sophia, we have a lot of aspiring doctors, specifically physical therapists in my audience. You know, this time is really hard for them. Like it is like a never-ending process for them, and they're gonna feel this is the most hard thing. You know, the hardest possible thing ever existed on this planet for them. So we all have been, you know, through this. So what are your two kind of words for them, in the sense of motivation, aspiration, and everything? Like, what do you want to speak to them? Uh, I would say that it's a lifelong learning process as long as you're in this, you know, realistically, the evidence is going to change in time and you need to stay on to it. So I'd say the best thing you can do is learn from everyone around you. Always ask questions. Um, don't be afraid to be maybe not the smartest person in the room, like surround yourself with some of the best providers uh, and learn. Um, I would say in addition to learning the hard skills that you focus on, uh, the soft skills are equally, if not even more important, communication skills, being able to have difficult conversations with people and show them that you're their ally in this journey, right? This is all a journey for all of us, whether it's the physical therapy journey, the journey of strength training, the journey of life, we're all just learning and trying to get better. So just go out there and learn from as many people as you can. Yeah, you do have a lot of inspirational people like Dr. Sophia over here as well. Well, with this, I would like to thank you, Dr. Sophia, for taking out time from your schedule and speaking to us. I know this is going to be a very big hit because of everything you have said and so apt and 
I believe all of my audience is going to relate with it and follow the basic steps you have told. Thank you so much, Dr. Sophia, for taking our time. Thank you so much for having me on here. I had a great time um, and anyone can reach out with any questions if they need to. Likewise. With this, this is your reminder to straighten your back and have a good posture. Thank you so much, my dear audience, for viewing and listening to this video right here. Till then, take care. Goodbye.